Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hello, and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm Veronica Grant, your host and a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. You with me? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode number 89 of the Love Life Connection podcast. I am so thrilled to be here today. There is literally nowhere else I would rather be right now than in your earbuds. And I just want to take a moment to thank you all so, so much for the kind words and love and support I received from you all from listening to my How I Found Love series. It was truly a labor of love. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of soul searching, a lot of just thinking and reflecting on what happened? What did happen? What were the steps that led to the next steps that led to the next steps that ultimately led me to meeting Stevie and getting into my ideal relationship and with my ideal partner? And it was it was a lot of fun. It brought up a lot of emotions. And it was a lot of hard work. But I am so glad that I was able to get it to you. And I was so glad that it so resonant to you all. So if you have not listened to the How I Found Love series, then make sure you do that. Start with episode 81, and then it goes all the way through episode 86. And make sure you listen in order because it's kind of like How I Met Your Mother, right? I mean, I did kind of base the series off of that. The Sega starts when I was 11 years old. How I Met Your Mother is one of my favorite TV shows. And you could always just watch an episode and it'll be entertaining and funny and all that kind of stuff. But if you start from the beginning, it's so much better because you really understand the characters and where they've been and where they're going and, you know, all their character development. So start with episode 81 and head up to episode 86. And you can get the six part series of how I found love. And I really hope you enjoy it. And if you've already listened, then I would love to hear what you thought. So send me a direct message on Instagram. That's really my favorite spot to connect with you all anywhere on Instagram. So you can comment on my photos or send me a DM. If you send me a DM, sometimes it takes me just a little bit to uh, get back to you because 
the the requests don't come to my main inbox, but I certainly will get back to you. And my handle is at Veronica E. Grant. And I would love to connect with you there and hear how it was for you. All right. So at the time of this recording, we are in the middle of the date yourself challenge. And I have to say, I love, love leading the date yourself challenge. I lead it before I open up my signature program, the dating mindset bootcamp, just to get you all excited and in the right, um, I guess, mindset for, you know, doing this work in the dating mindset bootcamp. And it's just, it's one of my favorite things to do in my business. And if I could do it all the time, I would. Unfortunately, I have other things that I have to do as well. But this is just, it's just so fun. It's so special. We have over a 1000 women, women participating this time around, and we have 1000s of alums. So it's just a really, really amazing community of supportive women who really get each other. They're not here to mail bash or sulk or complain or blame, but they're really here to do the work, roll up their sleeves, uh, do the inner reflection they need to do to do the work on themselves and, you know, be really serious about finding their perfect for them partner. And it's just an honor to be by your side and leading you through that. So if you haven't joined the Date Yourself Challenge, if you're listening to this around the time that this recording was released, then it's probably not too late. There's probably at least a couple more days that you can join us. So to do that, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash Date Yourself Challenge. And if you're an alum sitting out this round, then I encourage you to join us because it's completely different this time around. Normally, the Date Yourself Challenge was 10 days and I did a couple of other things in the challenge, but this time it's totally, totally different. I've revamped it. The first day feels a little familiar from the old challenges, but dates two through seven are completely, completely brand new. So again, if you're an alum, make sure you join us. We're at, um, you can join us for free at veronicagrant.com forward slash date yourself challenge. And if you feel like you're missing most of it or all of it or something like that, then not to worry because I did save the best for last. And the best for last is my Sinager workshop. It's called How to Attract Your Soulmate Without Losing Your Soul. And I have so much passion and love for this workshop that I teach because it's really what I truly believe in. It's the core of what I believe. It's the core of my brand. And, you know, that is we, we live in a swipe right, swipe left world, as I say on the intro to this podcast. We live in a world where we feel like we have to lose 10 pounds to have better luck dating. And we live in a world where if you're a woman and you make too much money or you own your own house or whatever it is, maybe you're intimidating men and that's why you can't attract a partner. And all these things that make you believe that you're doing it wrong, or you're wrong, or you're not good enough, or you're not perfect. And so what we do is we try to conform to what society thinks we should be. And all of that chips away at your soul, right? I mean, it chips away at who you are and how you show up most authentically in the world. And when you're not showing up authentically in the world, I think it's really, really hard to attract your perfect for you partner. You're going to attract someone who might be perfect for that facade that you're putting out there. But then what's what happens when you're too tired to hold up the facade? What happens when the facade just goes away because you just want to start being yourself? You don't feel like you have to fake it anymore, right? And that's when shit can hit the fan. That's when disappointment and breakups and um, fights and toxic relationships can occur. And I just, I don't think it has to be that way. I really, truly believe that you can find your soulmate, your partner, your husband, your your lifelong partner, whatever you're calling this person. I really do believe you can find this person by being you 
and only you. So to join us, um, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash soulmate. This workshop is totally free. There are two different times you can join us next week. One time is during the daytime for all of my European clients, I guess daytime US time. So all my European clients and audience can join us there as well as US and Canada based or anywhere else in the world. I'm not exactly sure on time zones where my, what time would be good for Australia and other places. Um, but there is a daytime time that you can join us in the in the US, US time. And there's also going to be an evening time. So hopefully it will accommodate as many people as or many women, I should say as possible. So again, to join us head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash soulmate. Now, if you're in the challenge, you will already get a couple emails about it and how to sign up. So look out for those emails. But if you want to go ahead and make sure you get on that list so that you don't miss out, then head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash soulmate. With my webinar platform, I am expecting a full house. I can only have 100 women on each uh, presentation. And there's well over a 1000 people in the challenge and more people will be coming in for the workshop. So do the math. Um, so make sure that you sign up. And then when it's time, put, put the time you want to jo- uh, join the workshop in your calendar, and then make a point to be there at least 10 minutes early to secure your spot because there are limited seats. Uh, because that's all my webinar platform provider, whatever you want to call it thing will allow me to to have. All right, so that is that. So let's get on to today's topic. And today's topic is actually is actually inspired by a listener question. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that every once in a while, I'll put out a message on Insta stories or just a regular post on Instagram asking for what questions do you have? Or what topics would you like me to talk about on the podcast? And so one question that I got was about bread breadcrumbing. Now, you know, what I do in my podcast and really in my brand is not so much talk about the ins and outs and the games of dating, because I think a lot of those games of dating can get um, th- those things can work themselves out when you do a lot of the inner work that I teach here on the podcast. But I still wanted to bring this up because I still think I, I do think that it's a great opportunity to yes, talk about breadcrumbing and ghosting and benching and the things that do happen in modern dating, especially with all the technological advances and swipe apps and just and wanting to know what's best and where's the best and all that kind of stuff. So um, so so I will I will talk about that. But I'm going to tie it into how how showing up more as you and asking for your needs will help you solve the problems of benching, ghosting, breadcrumbing, whatever you want. Well, not whatever you want to call it, but those three things and other things that happen in the dating world, um, all by themselves, pretty much. So let's get started, shall we? All right, so let's start with this. Dating in the modern world can be a bit tricky. But I don't think it's tricky for the reasons why you might think it's tricky or hard or sucky or whatever you want to call it. A lot of times we think dating in the modern world is hard because of online dating and because of the swipe apps and because of Tinder and the texting. You know, it's so funny to me how all these people who met their partner before dating apps and online thing became a thing like, I don't know how I would do it today. And yes, that's just because it's more of like a frame of reference, and they're not used to it. And many of you all listening to this are used to it. Some of you have quote, unquote, grown up with that. Some of you might be getting re 
re-admitted uh, out into the dating world and are having to get used to the online dating world. But I think online dating, to be honest, is awesome. I mean, you have so many people that you can meet at your disposal, and it's never been easier to meet potential single partners. And I think it could be a really great thing. So a lot of it really does just come to mindset and what you believe to be true about dating now in the modern world. But here's a reason why I think it is tricky that isn't really talked a lot about. So let me back up a little bit because it goes well beyond just dating apps and swiping and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, one thing that I learned from reading Aziz Ansari's Modern Romance is that we, and this chapter really spoke to me a lot, and and that is we live in a world where we can use things like Amazon, Yelp, or Google reviews and find the best of what you're looking for. It's so funny when I'm looking for a restaurant to go to or a bar to go to or a winery to go to the first thing Stevie says to me is, well, what does Google say? What are the Google reviews? And or if I want to buy something online, like what are Amazon reviews? What are the reviews? Have you looked up reviews? And I'm just like, "Uh, I don't know, I want to try this thing. I want to go to this thing. But we live in a world where we can now kind of get the best of the best, right? Like if you're looking for the best taco in town, you can do that. You just have to use a little bit of Google and Google reviews and you can find it. If you want to know where the best sushi is in town, like you can do that too. And sure, there's going to be nuances, there's going to be different opinions. But for the most part, like you can use these online tools that we have to find the the best of the best. And you can go to that sushi restaurant or that taco joint or whatever it is and be reasonably assured that what you're about to eat is going to be freaking dang delicious. So we unknowingly, I find, apply this superlative mentality of the best to to dating. And so, and I, and I think we're all guilty of this. I don't think we get to say, oh, well, just guys are like that or emotionally unavailable guys are like that. I think we've all have been there. Because how many times have you been on a date with someone and you've asked yourself, like, well, this guy's great. He's good. Uh, but is he the best? Is he the best person for me? Is he the best potential match for me? Or could I go into the bathroom and swipe on Tinder and see who else was really close by in this date early and then go meet up with that other guy who I think might be better? Or how many times have you felt like you've been on the other end of that equation, right? And that sucks too. I think we can all tell when we're there. Or how many of you feel like you just have to go out all the time, go on as many dates as you can possibly squeeze in, join all the meetup groups, be on multiple dating apps, and do all of these things because you think, okay, well, I just need to expand my horizon, then I can truly find the best. So the problem is the difference between online dating or dating and all the online reviews that are out there is that when it comes to dating, we can never know 100% if we have the best. And besides the fact that we all have our different flavors of best, but we still apply this superlative mentality of I can get the best to dating. And and maybe you consciously do think that and maybe it's more of like an unconscious subconscious level. And I think that's where a lot of it arises from, like, is this really the best? Like, and we start to question or we start to doubt ourselves or we make or it's really hard to make decisions. Or maybe we just want to kind of keep people around so then we can just have more options and then decide. So all of this is to say that I think this, you know, the the, the the real reason I think modern dating 
is tricky, you know, isn't necessarily because of the online dating or because of the swiping and all that stuff. I think that the reason why modern dating is tricky is because of all of the online things. So beyond just dating is that we've all developed a serious sense of FOMO. And if you're not sure what FOMO is, FOMO is fear of missing out. And the FOMO is real. I mean, the most classic case of FOMO is not wanting to leave a party until it was totally over in case you miss out on something awesome or fun happening or whatever it is. But the problem when it comes to dating is that FOMO will crush your spirits. It'll make you doubt yourself. It'll make you question everything. And in that, it'll make it almost impossible to connect with yourself. Think about it. If you are questioning everything, questioning everything that you're doing, everything that you're saying, you can't connect with yourself. You can't, if, if you're questioning the, you know, just everything that you're doing in your life, like situational, like, like the job you're in or the relationship that you're in or the guy that you're going on a date with everything down to like, what should I do this weekend? Or what should I eat today? Like, it's just impossible to connect with yourself. And if you're not able to connect with yourself, it's super, super hard to connect with other people. And so I think FOMO creates two big problems that I think do make online we're not just, I I keep saying online dating, but just dating tricky. And I'm going to talk about those two things. And then I'm going to wrap it up with what I think you can do. Because just because other people are playing games and playing into their FOMO doesn't mean that you have to be a part of it. So through the FOMO and all the technological advances, I think that there are two big things that come with that. And that is the breadcrumbing and the benching. Now, if you don't know what they are, I will explain everything. And I will explain a little bit about why people do it. So let's start with breadcrumbing. Breadcrumbing is when people send cute, flirty, maybe sexy, funny, whatever texts to each other or snaps or Snapchats or something like that to each other. Um, But there's no actual commitment or there's no actual talk of actually this turning into something real or turning into a meetup or turning into a date. Maybe eventually it might turn into what you might call a booty call, but usually it doesn't even go there. And so that's, that's breadcrumbing. And the reason why people do it is that it's just classic hits of dopamine, right? Like it's just, it's what people do because they might be bored and they're looking for something fun. They might be addicted to the drama, addicted to the chase, um, addicted to the dopamine that they get when they get a message or reply back. Um, That's what people do it. And the other thing that I think that FOMO and all the technological advances create is benching. And so benching is a little bit different than breadcrumbing, although it could happen certainly at the same time, you could be benched and also be breadcrumbed. I don't know if that's the right verb at the same time. And basically what benching is, for those of you who aren't familiar with the term, benching is when someone is, you've, you probably already have seen this person at least a couple of times, whereas breadcrumbing, you may have never actually have met them. It just, it almost could feel like pen pals via text or something like that. Um, whereas benching, you probably have met them before. You probably have gone on a date or a hangout or something like that. Um, but there's no real commitment. There's no like, let's take this further. Let's get to know each other more. It's more of just like, they want to know that they have you around like on the bench, basically, if they need you. 
Um, that's what it's referring to. It's referring to like getting benched on a sports team for those of you who aren't familiar with um, sports, like kind of like me. Uh, so you're not totally off the team. It's not quite ghosting, whereas ghosting is just um, not necessarily related to what I'm talking about today in terms of FOMO. Um, but it is something else that happens in, in dating. And I do actually have a podcast about ghosting. So I will link to that also in the show notes. Um, but I'm just writing that down so I don't forget it. All right. So here's here's what to do. Because a lot of times people come to me and they are wrapped up in other people's games, other people's insecurities, basically other people's crap and don't want to be anymore. And they, but they feel like that's just part of the quote unquote game. And so I don't like referring to dating as the game or a game, uh, because I think whether or not you want to take part of that game, I really do think it's a choice. Um, because what happens is we get pissed off that people are doing, um, crappy things, breadcrumbing, benching, sending dick pics, whatever it is. But rather than, letting it go, we get wrapped up in the game without wanting to get wrapped up in the game. We get really pissed off about it. We might try to think of something cheeky or clever to respond to to such a comment. Um, or we might just continue the pen pal relationship. Or when it comes to benching, maybe someone hasn't, you know, asked you to hang out or texted you in like two or three weeks, but then they do and like you're ready to hang out with them, right? So all of these things are, even though I know you're not trying to play the game, it's part of, it's being a part of the game, whether you like it or not. So one of the the best ways I think is, and, and here's the thing, if you're looking just to have fun and to have some, if you just want to hook up or you don't want to have anything serious and you just want to have like these pen pal type relationships, like that's fine. I'm not trying to make people feel bad for not wanting to be in a serious relationship and just want to learn about dating and, and being in a relationship um, or casually dating men. Like I'm not shaming anyone. I know that most of you all listening to this podcast, however, are looking for something um, more serious. And so that's what I'm speaking to. But if you're listening to this podcast and that's not what you're looking for, please don't take this as me, um, you know, shaming that or thinking that that's inherently bad because it's not necessarily inherently bad if that's what you want. And then case is not bad at all. Um, so anyways, going back to what to do about breadcrumbing and benching, I think one of the best things to do is to be really, really clear on what you want and what you need. So, and this is so much of what I teach in the dating mindset bootcamp. And when I work with my clients is getting really clear. I mean, we spend two whole modules getting really, really clear on what you want and need. I do have a podcast about that. So you can listen to that if you're not really sure about what you want or need in your ideal relationship. But we don't even have to think about that far. You can just think about with this specific person, what do you want or need? Like, do you just want to go on a date with someone? Do you want to get to know someone? Do you want them to freaking call you instead of just text you all the time? Do you want them to take you out to a drink? Do they want, do you want them to take you out to dinner or whatever it is? Well, the thing is, is that you just have to ask for it. And we don't want to ask for it. We're scared about asking for it because that feels really vulnerable. And it makes us feel like, and, and it puts us in a place where we could very, very easily get reject, re, get rejected. It's almost like putting yourself like on the shooting range, right? As a target. Um, but that's kind of what you have to do because someone who is breadcrumbing and someone who is benching is, is experiencing some serious FOMO, right? They're experiencing serious FOMO. They don't want to commit to anyone or anything because like they don't even know what they freaking want. And so they're just trying to keep their options as open as possible. But in the end, they're like at that, at that, um, 
they're at the the jam table. If you guys are familiar with the the paradox of choice, they're at the jam table that has twenty jam samples, but they're ended up not going to pick one because at the end they can't decide, right? So if you're not familiar with the paradox of of choice, um, basically what that means is like the the more choices you have, then you're going to probably pick none. Whereas if you have fewer choices, you pick you you tend to pick more. So they studied these two jam tables at um, a farmer's market and the jam table that had 20 samples sold a lot less jam than the jam table that only had three samples. And that's just because you try a couple jams, you're like, oh, that one's really good. I'm going to get it done. You don't even care what's in the other samples because you you just don't care. You didn't try it. You don't, you're not even, it's not even part of your spectrum of of choice. So anyway, so that's what those people are experiencing. They're experiencing the paradox of choice. They're experiencing FOMO. They can't decide. And the thing is that you don't have to be a part of it because you have the ability and the power to just say, hey, I want to get to know you. Like, hey, I would love to meet up with you. Hey, I would love for you to take me out on a date. Hey, are you free this weekend? Let's grab a drink. Whatever it is, like it's literally just putting it like on out there and it's as and it is a simple and a clear yes and no. If they say yes, then great. Maybe you like got them off the edge or maybe like there's no one else that's really giving them much to bite. And so, or, or maybe they're just, they're like, okay, cool. Like let's, let's do this. Right. And, and if not, if they give you like, oh, well, I don't know, I'm really busy or I can't this weekend. You're like, cool. You can't this weekend. What about next week? And if they're like, oh, I don't know. Well, then you know what's going on and you cut it out. It's, it can be really that simple. Like you don't have to play the game. If, if you feel like they're playing a game and they're just pen pals and breadcrumbing and benching and all that kind of stuff, stop playing their game. You don't have to call them out. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to make them feel bad because they don't, they may not understand what they're, what's going on. They may not have that level of self-awareness. They don't, may not be listening to dating and relationship and love podcasts. So they're not going to have this necessarily awareness. They not, they may not be understanding why they feel the need to breadcrumb or bench or whatever it is, but you certainly do. And so, and you don't need them to not play the game. You can just I'm not, I don't mean calling them out and like calling them out on what they're doing, but just calling them out in the sense of like making them say yes or no, like making them have a choice. And if the answer is no, or it's like, well, I don't know. Um, what if you just come over later tonight? Like, like that's probably a no too. And most of your book for, for most of you all who are listening. Uh, and if it's a no, then that's always a good, that's always, always a good thing. And I know so many of you are scared and afraid of being rejected, However, getting rejected by someone who is binging you or breadcrumbing you is definitely not a bad thing because you you only have so much emotional bandwidth. Everyone has so much emotional bandwidth. And when you consider that you have friends, that you have family, and that you have coworkers, many of you all have kids, all of that is taking up a lot of your emotional bandwidth. Even if those relationships are totally perfect and aren't stressful at all, which like who, whose relationships or life is actually like that? Like nobody's, I think. But let's just say even best case scenario, all those relationships are perfect, not like totally stress-free, whatever, good. But even then, the amount of emotional bandwidth that you have for dating and for potential partners is really small and it is finite. It is not infinite. And so, but we treat it like it's infinite and we just allow all these people to just be in our lives as pen pals and text buddies and people that we're talking to on this app and people that we're snapping with. But 
but then we don't have any bandwidth left over for people that might actually want a relationship. Right. And so I'm, I feel like I'm calling you out a little bit on this, but it's time to stop playing the game. If you don't want to play the game, get out of it. You don't have to play, right. You do not have to play. And if they, and if it's a no, or if it's just basically, they're not going to commit to going on a date with you or to taking you out. Well then good freaking news, because now you just opened your bandwidth to allow someone else who actually wants to be there to take part in that. All right. So I hope that helps. Now, this was more of like if someone's FOMO is coming at you and you're more of like the victim of their FOMO through breadcrumbing or benching and other things like that. I want to wrap this up with talking about how you can get over your FOMO because you might be experiencing FOMO and not really sure if he's the best or the person that you're dating or the person that you went on a date with or whatever it is. You may not be sure if he's the best or the right person for you. And I mean, that's a whole other podcast of wanting of knowing whether or not someone is is right for you. And that's something that we talk a lot about in the boot camp because we get really, really clear on what you need and want in your ideal life and relationship. But I will say this for, for right now. One of the best ways to get over FOMO is to be super, super present because FOMO essentially is future tripping. And if you've listened to my podcast for a while, you've heard me talk about future tripping. Um, to define it for those of you all who are, who are new, future tripping is basically when you're tripping on the future. When you're thinking about the shoulda, woulda, coulda, when you're thinking about, um, that's more of the past, actually, when you're thinking about the what if, or what if this happens, or what if that doesn't happen, or if he does this, and I'm going to do that, or when's our second date going to be, or does he like me, or what's going on with this? Is he going to be my husband? Do I see a future? Like, can, is this someone I can date? You know, all of that self-talk, all of that chatter is, is well, first of all, it's exhausting. But second of all, that's future tripping. And that's essentially, and FOMO is a part of that because it's like, oh, is this really the best? Is there someone out there? Am I going to meet someone better tomorrow? Am I going to beat someone, meet someone better next week? How will I know? Will I know? Will I ever know? And and the thing is, is that this is where we just have to believe. And this is where I think faith comes in, faith in God, the universe, life, destiny, fate, whatever you want to call it, whatever your belief system is, I think this is where it just has to come in. And also trust in yourself, by the way, um, that you are exactly where you need to be. And that is one thing that I believe wholeheartedly, no matter where you are in your life, what's happened in your life, what's not happened in your life, I truly believe that every single person is where they need to, they, they are where they need to be. And I think if we can adopt that belief, like really, really, truly believe and adopt that belief uh, that we're exactly where we need to be, it helps us to be more present. And when we're more present, we're more connected with ourselves. When we're more connected with ourselves, we're able to better connect with other people. When we're better able to connect with other people, then, and only then, can the clarity come of whether or not the person that you're on the date with is the right person in that moment. And the answer might be, this feels good right now. I don't know what's going to happen next week. I don't know what's going to happen next year. But right now, this feels good. Or, mm, not so much. This isn't feeling like the right person right now. And so then you cut it off and you clear that bandwidth, that emotional bandwidth, and you move on to someone else. All right. So this is a juicy episode. I hope you loved it. So just to recap a little bit, um, yes, online dating and the dating in the modern world can be tricky, but I don't think it's inherently because of the texting and the swiping. I think it goes a little bit deeper than that. And I think it's because of the FOMO and the fear of, is this the best? Is this the best that I can do? Is this the best that I can get? Is this the best person for me? I think that belief 
holds people back more than anything else. And you can definitely be on the receiving end of that. And that's where like a lot of the games come in, like the breadcrumbing and the benching and all that stuff. But it's very easy to get out of it. You just get out of it. You decide you're not going to play. This is not the game you're going to play. And if you're experiencing FOMO yourself, then be super, super present. Be super present with yourself. Trust that you are exactly where you need to be because that is absolutely true. Because even if you just went through the shittiest breakup, had the shittiest relationship, lost your job, whatever it is, there is always some sort of soul lesson for you to learn in that moment. And that's why you're supposed to be there because the universe, God, life, destiny, fate, whatever, they want you to learn that lesson because they believe you need to learn that lesson for the next experience you're going to have. And if you guys recall in my... Um, how I met or how I how I found love series. I had some pretty shitty times and some shitty relationships and some really low, low times. But I truly, truly believe in my heart of hearts that every, every one of those relationships, I was exactly where I needed to be. Because had I not experienced all of those different relationships, and I really don't think I would have a ever made it to DC where I eventually did meet Stevie, or b been in a place where I was emotionally ready for the relationship that I'm in today. So trust that you are exactly where you need to be. And I also wanted to let you know that I've opened the doors to my group coaching program, the Dating Mindset Bootcamp. There are only 25 total spots available. And a few of those spots were filled during the early enrollment that I ran a few weeks ago. And at the time of this recording, I'm not sure how many more spots will be available to when you're actually listening to this, but I know any remaining spots will go fast. I also wanted to share the bittersweet news that this is the last time I'm running the Dating Mindset Bootcamp. So if you've been sitting on the sidelines waiting for the perfect time to join or telling yourself, well, next time she runs it, next time she runs it, well, this is it. There will be no next time. And for those of you who aren't super familiar with the bootcamp, it's an online program for driven women who are ready to find love like yesterday. And in this group coaching program, you're going to discover what's blocking you from love, how to get around those blocks, and learn a whole new approach to finding love so that you can finally attract the relationship that you've been looking for. I'm going to teach you how to shift your mindset so you can have more fun and less stress and more success with the entire dating process. This is the best way to get direct access to me. You get one-on-one coaching with me and an instant community of friends and like-minded women who get exactly where you are. So learn more about the program and sign up at veronicagrant.com forward slash bootcamp. It would be such an honor and a privilege to support you in finding love. And I truly, truly cannot wait to hear your success story. So again, check out veronicagrant.com forward slash bootcamp to learn more and to grab one of the limited spots available. And I hope to see you on the inside. And either way, I will see you in next week's episode. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. Find the show notes to this episode and all episodes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. You can also grab bonus downloads and more resources to help you find love at veronicagrant.com. That's also the place you can learn more about my private love and relationship coaching and group coaching programs. And if you love this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you took a moment to leave a rating or review in iTunes. It helps me to build this amazing community and help more amazing women like yourself find real love. And until next time, remember, 
remember this. Wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You aren't broken. You don't need to be fixed. And even if you've never had the relationship you want before, it doesn't mean you can't have it now. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.